Hello, and welcome to another episode of Undateable Girls. I'm Gianna Sapili. And I'm Callie Watson. And we would just like to start off by saying we're really sorry for our voices. <laughs> I've literally been drinking for three days straight, and this is what happens to me when I do. So that's that. And I just never hit puberty. <laughs> but you guys are back, so clearly you don't mind listening to our crappy voices, but what we have to say. So we're actually going to start today off with talking about what Gianna has patented and is going to copyright as the cue. <laughs> I just wanted to start because I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but like starting from last week, I'm just like fucking over it. Yep. I'm over it. Like, I don't understand why it's so hard. I don't really get science, but it shouldn't be this hard to create, like, a cure or a vaccine or something. Like, you are going to get dragged for that <laughs> on the internet. You are going to get absolutely murdered. You can, you can go to the moon, and you can make a sex robot. Let's figure out a cure. I wish you didn't bring up the sex robot because now I have to move past that to speak. My thing with it is that it's just so fucking everyone's not on the same page and I'm at a point where like, why am I following rules that nobody else is following? Like, I'm just going to say like, not like in a disrespect, like I don't go in public without a mask on. I'm not one of those fucking idiots. But like, if I can like go to the beach, like why can't I hang out in my backyard with my friends? Like without going on Twitter and everybody telling me I want to kill their grandparents. Like I'm so over it. I feel so guilty all of the time. Sorry, I just had an intruder. It was a bug. You get one fucking plant, and then all of a sudden, all these fucking bugs come around. You never say you have an intruder again when I can't see the screen. (laughs) No, but I, like, I think collectively this week, I don't know if it was because of Memorial Day weekend, but, like, I think everyone just decided that we're over it, which, like, is not the right attitude, but, like, I'm also not going to sit in my apartment by myself memorial day weekend while all you assholes are doing whatever the fuck you want it was a fucking free for all like like i live in a beach town and when i tell you like it was a normal memorial day weekend like people everywhere in the streets like granted it wasn't as nice out so people didn't go to the beach but i don't doubt 100 percent if it was nice out the whole weekend like they would have gone like nobody cares anymore it's it's like kind of sad but it's also like like we are only human like we've been in the house for at this point what is it 70 to 80 days like what like we're gonna all kill each other soon. It's also, it's not like it's that hard to stay inside. It's, we're not really asking for a lot. I don't know. I go back and forth. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, but like, I know. <laughs> I get so mad at like people who like openly like tweet, like, I don't get why. Like, I think there's a difference though between like people who just like, like, I, like, I'm fine if I don't have to go to the bars all summer, if I can hang out with like a, like a select group of friends at my like apartment and stuff. But, like, people who are, like, open the country, I need a haircut. Like, those people. Oh, my like, God. I, like, actually joke. can't check your privilege. <laughs> it's That's, like, and it sucks because I feel like people think you either need to be one extreme or the other. But, like, like I believe that, like, we should lift some restrictions or we should be able to hang out in groups. But, like, I don't, like, I don't need a haircut tomorrow. Would I like one? Yes. But am I surviving without one? What do you mean you gave yourself blood? <laughs> okay, I'm also speaking from a place where I cut my own hair. But my eyebrows, there's no excuse for this. Yeah, like you said, like, there's just two extremes. Do I, I wear a mask and gloves in public. I keep to myself most of the time. I haven't seen anybody besides freaking Daria. <laughs> and, but I don't know. It's hard seeing, like, other people not care. And it's, I think it's hard because now, like, other states are opening up. It's like, oh, everyone in New York and New Jersey are still dying. Got it. Exactly. That's what, like, kind of, like, frustrates me, too, is, like, a, like, a lot of people down south are processing. And I'm like, yeah, well, you didn't lose, like, fucking 20,000 people from, like, your state from it. Like, I don't know. Like, I just think that, like, the fact that we're really the only hotspots, like, us, New York, and a little bit of California – like, there's people in this country who are, like, open the country, and I'm like, but you don't really understand the situation we're in. Like, if the casino's open next week, I would not go back to work. Like, that is way too many fucking people, and I think that that's, like, that's where I draw the line. Like, I get why concerts are canceled. I get why, like, sports, like, games, but, like, it's getting to a point where, like, I was on a bike ride the other day, and someone was wearing a mask, and I was like, at this point, are you fucking kidding me? Like, out in broad day, like, outside on a walk in a mask, and I was like, Oh, good God. Like, I don't know. I don't know where I stand with it anymore. And I kind of feel like a dick saying that. But, like, I don't know what to think. 
Yeah, I think it's also hard when you you have a president saying to open the country and uh, not wearing masks and stuff, but let, we don't have to get into that one. We could spend two hours on that another day, and I guarantee nobody will listen to it. I just think, like, the people protesting with signs that say, my body, my rights, like, who's going to tell them what that means? Second of all, they're the same people who, like, don't let me, like, take birth control and get an abortion. I don't get it. I hate this place. And it, it, I just think the queue um, made it worse. Like, it, it is just one extreme or the other. I didn't think, like, after everything that happened between 2016 and now that, like, I could hate it here and everybody here, like, more. And then, like, corona happened. And I'm like, wow, like, a lot of people actually fucking suck. And it's a lot of people I actually know. Like, I see people that I follow on social media tweeting about, like, open the state, like, saying, fuck our governor. And I'm like, what planet are like, you economy, so I hear someone else complaining about the economy. Like, I'm, the economy is going to be okay. Kim, people are dying. <laughs> Literally, like, the economy is going to be okay. Our grandparents who are dying are not going to be. The people that are dying are not going to be okay. The economy will bounce back, but guess what? The dead won't. And, like, our governor, like, Phil Murphy literally, like, tweeted about how he's going to let, like, people, like, like, let sports practices in the state open. So, like, sports teams that practice in New Jersey can start practicing again. And people are, like, nice, but what about this, this, and this? And I'm, like, what do you want him to do? Like, he's actually, like, slowly trying to make it better. And they're, like, well, you really just need to open the damn state. And I'm, like, first of all, like, these people must not be collecting, unemploy- like, collecting unemployment because I'm having a great time. I am literally making more money than I have ever made in my life to do nothing, and I don't really know why people are so mad about that. I wish that, like, the draft was still a thing because I, I wish all these people had a good war or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wish all these people had to go to war. <laughs> Oh, my. I'm, like, terrified of the draft. When that, like, slightly got talked about, like, six months ago, I didn't sleep for, like, a week. Like, I don't know why I thought I would get drafted, but I was so stressed. You probably wouldn't pass the health test. You're <laughs> physical. I was. I was, like, hard-pressed over, like, a few days. I was like, oh, my God. What? Why didn't that happen? Did, was it corona that, like, why am I not worried about that anymore? I feel like that was a thing. I don't know. We're probably going to go to war China soon. Please don't manifest that. <laughs> I mean, I can't go. I can't get drafted. I have a heart condition. So I'm good. Fucking bastard. Can people with mental health issues get drafted? <laughs> Probably. That's not real. Remember. We got real political real quick. We're sorry, guys. Basically, we're just here to say if you are struggling through the queue and you feel like both ways, you know, you want to wear your mask to shop, right? You don't want anyone to die, but like you also miss your freedom to go to the bar and black out on a Friday and wake up and throw up everywhere that we feel you. No, not me. First of all, I forgot about this. I had to bring this up. So a few, like two weeks ago, I tweeted, like when everyone graduated, like I like feel really bad for people who graduated either like high school or college and okay, weren't able. Graduation really doesn't mean anything. Like who's yeah, yeah. like the college graduation was- is the worst. We got, I graduated in the gym. I, I, we all sweat through our gowns. It was like 900 degrees. You're not missing much. You think the high school one's bad, but like the college one just sucks because like you pay 60 grand and then you only even get the one fucking thing you're supposed to look forward to the whole time. And number two, even worse than graduation, like the last six weeks of like your, like Gianna, your senior year and mine too, were the funnest weeks of college for me. Like we had so much fun and I really feel bad that like their semester like ended basically in March and they didn't get any of the fun shit that you're supposed to get. But I tweeted like, I wasn't going to tweet like how people are posting like graduation pics to like, oh, sorry. Who is that helping? Yeah. Like I was not going there. So, but I did, I tweeted, I was like, I feel really bad for all the seniors that didn't get like their graduation mountain bar. Like that's one of the best nights of your year. Like you all should come back and do that. This kid quote tweets me and drags me. He was like, imagine like thinking shitty Atlantic city is the worst part about not graduating college. Like I'd rather die than go to mountain bar. And I'm like, okay, hardo. Like I was making a fucking joke, like dragged me so hard saying like, it's so disrespectful of you to think that all these seniors care about is going out. I'm like, well, like 40 people liked it. So I think they agreed with me, sicko. I was so mad. I mean, literally your last semester of college, it'll be like a Wednesday. It's pouring <laughs> rain. And you're like, do you want to go to the club? You're like, yeah. <laughs> it was so you fun. Oh. 
You, and yeah, like, no, I, I do feel bad like, for people who graduated college. I feel bad for people that are just in college in general that are missing that time, but still spending like 25 grand a semester. Exactly. Like college does truly go by so fast and it's so fun. And like, I can't imagine if this happened. I literally said, I was like, if this happened to me during any point of college, I would have been like in a depression. Like I would have had multiple mental breakdowns. Like my FOMO, oh my God, I couldn't, I, I actually feel really bad. Where would I live? <laughs> I'd probably stay at school. I would have stayed. At, I said that like I would have stayed in Sunrise. Like I would have stayed at my college apartment over coming home. We would have just drank every day. What's the difference from what you're doing now? I think my social life is more booming right now than it was before this. <laughs> Kelly actually loves the queue. <laughs> I swear I'm having a great time. The beginning was a little rough, but it's getting better every day. If we have like another month of this, I think I could do it. I think the problem with me is, like, there is no end. Like, there's no end in sight to where, like, the bars are going to open, the restaurants are going to open, and, like, I live in Hoboken, and I work in New York, like, they talked, my boss told me today that we might never go back to the office. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, at this point, you should just quit and collect unemployment and pray we (laughs) hit it some way, because, like, also, like, all I'm doing is work, like, I get out of my bed, I go the two inches to my desk, and then I work, and then I just have to do it all over again, and it just never ends, and, like, ugh. You're living, like, the cute nightmare. <laughs> I'm just, like, straight up not having a good time. I want out, and, like, last, like, last summer, I lived my best life in Belmar and a crack den, like, all summer, and, like, now what? I really like I feel so bad for you right now like my heart is broken yeah I'm glad you're having a great time I'm really (laughs) I'm really happy for you I hope it gets better for you out there I'm gonna get a fucking dog I told Dari I'm gonna put her down as my landlord I like I so Brissa wants a cat and they were saying how like you (laughs) it was just like they wanted like a landlord's number and I was like literally just put anything like how will they know Area could do it. I feel like she could pretend to be a landlord. <laughs> or she'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I know. think if I get a dog, I'll be fine. Get a dog and maybe they'll, they'll kick you out and you'll be able to break your lease. And then um, I'm going to go to Montana. I need you to stop saying that. <laughs> it looks phenomenal. Just like open land, mountains. They have like w- lakes and stuff. I don't take you as a country, like, the thought of fact. A country, I don't give off the country bumpkin vibe. No, you don't. I feel like you go fucking insane. I'm definitely just too angry for Montana. Like, I know that deep down. Um, I just have, like, a lot of angst. And that's why I I never left New Jersey. Um, I really just miss, like, grown men pushing me down on the subway. Um, That really gave me the thrill of life. See, I don't think you'd want to be like, aren't you landlocked in Montana? Like, how you might not even be near water. I think they have lakes. I need the ocean. I don't know. It's too in the middle of the country. You can't even swim. Uh, the ocean's not for swimming. <laughs> what is it for? Yeah, Montana had gorgeous lakes. Oh, you should Google it real quick. Phenomenal looking. Beautiful. So- stunning. I would go in a lake. Ew. There's like eels and stuff. In lake? I don't know why I'm shooting down your dreams. Like, I've heard it's a beautiful state. If you want to go, you can. <laughs> it honestly oh, looks gorgeous. Why is your first thing that there's eels? <laughs> like, there's eels in the ocean. There's definitely There's more definitely not there. eels by you. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Oh, my God. It's... I told you. And guess what? They're fucking open. Like, bars are open. TJ Maxx is open. I just want to go to a, a Marshall's and smell all the candles and get a headache. Why don't you just go for like a week and get an Airbnb before you make all these fucking heavy decisions? I'm never going to come back. Well, I guess Gianna's moving to Montana, so we have to stop the podcast again. But... Why? We're not together now. I don't know. Like, what if we hit it big and we have to move to a city? Then I'll come back. I just want the option to leave. Wants to be one with nature. I think it would be good for me. Maybe I'll calm the freak down. I, I mean, probably not. Like, I don't know. Have you ever thought about meditating? 
I can't sit still and I don't like quiet. You have so many rules. <laughs> All I've heard is no, no, I can't, no. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on before we get in a fight about Montana. So we really, really wanted to recover um, what we talked about the last week because the story with Call Her Daddy has not only developed more, but in such an amazing way that I can't even believe is real. I don't know if they give awards for YouTube videos, but like Alex's video deserves an Oscar. I So I watched it this morning and I was like, I literally was like mind blown. I'm like, she really killed this. Like this is like, it was inspiring. First of all, I just think we should hold a moment of silence for Sophia Franklin because Alex murdered her. So just... Amen. That was, that was genuine. Amen. No dead ass. She murdered her. Um, she saw. She definitely saw Sophia's three second Instagram story of absolutely nothing. <laughs> and she said, "Oh, that's what you can do. I'll show you that's that I was doing after. all the work." <laughs> Basically, Alex's video was thirty minutes of her explaining how she really was call her daddy and Sophia really didn't do much she also her. like what I liked about it was like you could tell she's so good at what she does when it comes to the vlogging and the like the podcast because like the way she had timelines the way she wrote down notes from all the conversations she had like she fucking was like not only am I like bringing you facts but I'm bringing you fucking receipts like she when was, she like, started like quoting what Sophia was saying on their phone call I was like Damn. Isla was like, she's buried. She's There's no coming <laughs> back. She's fucking buried. But I think Alex's video, I like, me and Kelly have talked about this. Like, I didn't follow Call Her Daddy, really. Um, I got upset because they said one thing about a German Shepherd once. <laughs> and so I was out. completely. Um, but I think because in the queue, there hasn't been that much, like, pop culture news that this really took us by storm. And everybody really just, like, paid attention to this um I remember I literally watched Alex's video as soon as it came out and it already had 21,000 views unreal it has a million now over a million I think it's like 1.7 really yeah it had it had like 1.6 1.7 this morning when I watched it that's an insane amount of people to watch like a podcaster's YouTube video like that's a huge audience and I don't know. She had straight facts. I believed everything she said. Dude, she, it was like the, it was like the Dave vibes. Like, I just was like, you're telling the truth and I can just tell. Like, I know you are. So in case you didn't watch it, which you really should, because like I said, Oscar worthy yep. performances, um, I think she should get a producer Oscar and, and an editing Oscar as well. <laughs> um, also just like the lighting was phenomenal. She looked great. Um, yeah, like, Alex is actually hot. She is. Um, but if you, a quick summary, she basically, like, retold what Dave said and then kind of filled in some other gaps of things that people um, didn't talk about before. Um, so, basically, it was true. Basically, everything Dave said that they kind of wanted out of their contract, they felt like, they were like whispers that they were getting fucked by Barstool and that they were getting paid less than a lot of the other Barstool podcasts and like a lot of podcasts in general. And basically people kept telling them that they were getting fucked. And I feel like if I was in that situation too, I'd be like, oh, I'm getting fucked. I will say like, I was really pissed at them, but like, I'm, I'm really trying to put like us in that position or something like I would get really, like, uneasy and nervous, too. Like, I, I 100% understand where they came from there. And I think it does make sense that they were renegotiating. They were had to renegotiate. Re wow, that's a hard word. Renegotiate. <laughs> what the fuck? We're going to get dragged on Instagram for this song, just like charismatic. <laughs> renegotiate their contract. You know, I was supposed to be in speech class in first grade, and they denied me because I was too good. <laughs> anyway. Really? Um, they had to renegotiate their contract anyway, which I think was an interesting factoid. Yeah. Um, so that's when that crazy contract that Suitman 
basically created asking for a million dollars and like crazy ass, which I wish they like told us what it was. It was probably like a tanning membership, fillers, <laughs> probably like absolute blasphemy. Like, I know I would die. I want to see that. I hope someone links it. Um, and then basically Dave told them to go fuck themselves and they were like, oh. So then Suitman started shopping around for them. Um, got a couple other deals. And I don't think that they realized that what they were, like, they couldn't get out of their contract. Like, I don't think they actually realized that, say, like, some other production company bought them, that they they would just be like, bye. Yeah. I don't, like, I and I don't know why their lawyers weren't, like, like, why were, like, I just felt like the whole thing, I can't. And then basically where things got bad for Alex and Sophia was when they met Dave on the roof and he gave them $500,000 and like call they, he gave her the caller daddy IP and basically the entire brand and any merchandise or sales that they made and downloads that they got money in their pocket and they left the roof and Alex was like, it's done. We're going to go back to Barstool. And Sophia was like, the fuck Very nice. and um that's where things went downhill for them and basically just were arguing about the deal that alex wanted to go to barstool and sophia wanted to get out of it um and alex thought it was crazy to like pass up this deal which i think it is crazy to pass up this deal yeah it sounded incredible um so then they started fighting and that's where you can tell, too, at that point. Like, that's where, for Sophia, it stopped becoming about her career and became about, number one, a man, and number two, money. And, like, it, it stopped being about friendship and her career. She ba- And she chose the wrong two things because the two things she chose are the things that aren't always going to be there for you, but the other two will. Oof. Like, you follow your passion and you, like, take care of your friendships. You don't chase, like, money and men. Like, that's where you just go wrong in life in every aspect. And, like, I wa- went down a rabbit hole of watching, like, their old videos together. And, like, I think the saddest part about this is that these were two best friends, like, literally but buddies. Like, they used to talk about absolutely everything with each other. And, like, that's over. This isn't – that's not coming back from You don't come back. Nope. I, I literally thought that when I watched it, like, I was like, I don't even know how you, like, repatch this. Like, it's so it, – it's like when you think about it, too, like, Sophia was almost, like – just like taking chances and gambling on Alex's career also. And it's just like, I don't like, there's so many different like facets of it that on Alex's end, like I don't think I would be able to get over it or look past it. Yeah. And Alex made a point that Sophia kept bringing up, Oh, what if we get fired? What yeah. if we get fired? Like that is our the school, they never went to work and they still didn't get fired. Like, what are you going to get fired for? She like, that was like, to me, like being a huge snake, like what? So you're going to quit a couple, like, I just, I can't. And then their lawyers basically went behind Alex's back and sent Barstool a different contract. Um, And Alex was like, "Um, no. So that's when Alex was like, I got to look out for myself here. Um, She made the right decision. And so she made the deal with Barstool by herself. I think she's going to do great on her own. Oh, I mean, I I think I was unsure before I saw her video. Yeah. by yourself because they were so great together and they like just bounced off each other so well but after watching her video she can obviously carry it by herself it's definitely like, going to be a different podcast but for like again like how we said like it's not our like it's not a huge content thing that I would listen to but for people who do like to listen to what she talks about it, I think it's still going to be really good I think she can for sure carry it by herself and like, I don't I mean, think Sophia could carry it by herself. That's the difference. Between no. Two. I do want to just bring up the fact that people are literally bullying Sophia, and I just think that's too far. Is she a fucking moron? Absolutely. Should she be getting death threats over a podcast? Absolutely not. not that deep. Just let her go. Literally not that deep. But, like, rip to Sophia, rip to her career. Um, also, like, there's no way that this relationship that she left it for. Yeah, rip that, too. That's not going to survive, so rip to that as well. Um, I'm definitely going to listen to Alex's first episode, but if they go after German Shepherds again, I'm done. 
She's writing you off for good. So watch what you say, Alex. I'm probably going to listen. I will. If it's, she said it's dropping at midnight, I'll probably listen before I go to bed. I just need to know like what it's going to be like now and like the structure of it. And I, I'm very interested. I know like our one and two views and listens is really going to set her up. So <laughs> we're doing amazing as always. Um, so I wanted to bring up the fact that I listened to Chicks in the Office just because, you know, I'm a researcher. Mm-hmm. This is science. I was doing homework. I was collecting the facts. And I wanted to see what, I don't like, what, like, why the fuck do I have 11 email notifications for work at nine o'clock? Why? <laughs> this, is why this is why I don't work. I, I could not imagine. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I'm not answering those. Um, so Chicks in the Office did bring this up, and I just wanted to say one sec. They were kind of savage. And I don't know if they thought, like, at that point that Caller Daddy wasn't going to come back because yeah. they are eventually going to be in the office together again. I do. I am interested to see, like, if Alex is going to go to the office now because I know that was a yeah. problem before. I feel like if her, like, her, like, the, like, the culture of the office for her, like, her office dynamic, like, it, like, they, it, that's so depressing to go there every day by yourself, record and leave. Like, I feel like she should finally join the work culture of that place because it looks fucking fun. Right. And on Tricks of the Office, they were basically like, yeah, they didn't really care to collaborate with us, didn't care to have, like, be friends with us or do anything else in the office. Like, Barstool does a lot of collaborative work together where, like, they sit on each other's podcasts or yeah. they do fucking TikToks together or, um, just like content videos and apparently the caller daddy girls like wanted nothing to do with anybody and didn't care for friendship well tell me if you got this vibe like I felt like like Rhea was kind of like going in but then Fran would be like I mean we hope they come back and like I would love for them to like appreciate it here more and understand how fun it is to work here we would love to see them in the office and then Rhea would be like yeah but they're liars and cheers and I was like (laughs) what is going on like I felt so like torn I didn't know how they really like felt because they were they were saying that like they were like that's not our kind of content but we respect like what they were doing for women like they were such a big podcast like that's such a for them to be number one like but then they would go back and like drag them and I'm like I don't know what's happening I don't remember if it was Rhea or it was Fran (laughs) I think it was Rhea she was like I don't get why People are surprised that they lied and cheated and scammed when they had a whole podcast about lying and cheating and scamming. It was literally Rhea. She fucking (laughs) dragged them so hard. But then, like, they would say, they're like, again, like, we are, like, what they did, like, their podcast was one of the biggest, like, that's amazing. And then they go back to being, like, they're anti, like, they don't talk to anyone in the office. And I'm like, this is a whole fucking thing. This is astronomical. (laughs) I, Sophia is not bouncing back from this. She's done. I feel like, do you think she's just going to become, like, an Instagram influencer? I think that's her best bet. Yeah, she, I mean, she has the following, and apparently she's represented by an agency, but, like, she needs to disappear for a while because, like, uh, like, Alex ended her, like, a little bit there. I don't know what she should – I don't think she could do a podcast ever again. She better fucking get TikTok famous or something. I mailed a coffin to her apartment just in case she needed it. <laughs> You said I heard you got dragged and buried, so I bought you this. <laughs> I'll sign it XOXO so she knows I mean well. XOXO Gossip G. That's my brand. Just just gossiping. That's kind of what a podcast is in a way. I, I don't know what uh, – we don't know what we're doing here, really. We never have either. I think that's just life. The other day, like, Marissa went to, like, share last week's episode, and she's like, wow, you guys actually have a lot of episodes, and I'm like, and we still haven't fucking figured it out yet. <laughs> I didn't even know if my mic was working today when I plugged it in. I, I still keep, I've had my Mac for, uh, five years, and I'm still like, how do I connect my AirPods? <laughs> the Bluetooth every single time. <laughs> so bad. I also have, like, a virus on my computer from God knows what, and I just, like, won't spend the $30 on getting virusware, so... We can't even use our mics, and Alex is like legitimately like editing and producing. And <laughs> no, I know I am. That is why she makes five hundred k, and 
that is why we make zero dollars for this. Hey, we got an option to do a twenty dollar ad once. So. We get that every time, and I'm like, why don't we do it? It would have been like three hundred dollars by now. <laughs> every single time, it's twenty five dollars. I always see it, and I just never click it. It's always it's like same. We're just gonna do it to do it. I, I want to see it hit my bank account that twenty five dollars, <laughs> and then I have to Venmo you half, and then Venmo charges me three dollars, and then I can go get fucking Chipotle with it. Did <laughs> I tell you what happened to me? No. Like, obviously, I don't have a car, and I used to get my groceries delivered because, number one, I'm lazy. Number two, the grocery store gives me, like, anxiety, and number three, I'm lazy, um, and I don't want to walk or, like, bring my grandma cart there, so, but ever since the queue, I couldn't get a fucking grocery delivery to save my life, mm-hmm. um, so I was running out of toilet paper, and my mom was like, oh, I'll send you some. I waited like two weeks for this package to come. It was getting real low and it was getting scary. What were you doing? My mom was like, oh, it's there. Like, go get it before anybody takes it. First of all, who the fuck's going to take it? Yeah. It's in a box. Like, it's not like it said toilet paper. Um, I opened it. It was one roll of toilet paper. No fucking way. <laughs> it was like... One that, like, would be in, like, a restaurant bathroom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. Was it, like, one ply? Yeah. It was terrible. And it just was, like, it wasn't even big. Like, it just had a giant hole. I'm, like, first of all, where the fuck am I supposed to put this? (laughs) Was your, like, is your body okay after using that? That shit, like, hurts. My butthole actually fell out. (laughs) I'm gonna throw (laughs) Do you have new toilet paper? Yeah, we we secured the bag. All right, because like I have a lot. Like eventually. After I after I was literally showering every time I peed, I finally got like fifty <laughs> rolls, and I haven't had to get any since. So. Oh, like speaking of this, um, we like found that eighty five percent of you are of the male species, and um. Oh yeah. So maybe we just didn't talk about this. No, yeah, we need to. <laughs> no, about. Like, um, our assholes, I mean. Oh, I thought you were talking about on our Instagram. No, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, me thinking you're talking about our literal asshole. <laughs> I am. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the amount of men that look at our Instagram. Yeah, that, and I said that maybe we shouldn't talk about our assholes anymore. Oh, okay. We're just talking about shitting. Oh, yeah. So I fucking, we've been obviously doing some promotions on Instagram because we are social media wizards. That, that's a lie. But, and I was. Some like, of them got banned. I was looking at our, like, our stats of who views our profile, and it was like 85% men between the ages of like 21 and 29. And like, I mean, Gianna's like, I guess it's all the fucking pink we post. Like, I did, like, we we're going to do like a questions thing on Instagram. And, like, I just want to know four men, like, what the appeal is but also like what would make it more appealing and if it's talk if it's not talking about our assholes don't say that because that's never gonna stop (laughs) but i'm really glad that men are like when we start obviously like getting when the this whole call her daddy thing ends and we start getting back to like real hard-hitting topics like we want to hear from men too and what you guys want to hear because like we love that you like us i don't get it but I'm not mad at it. I'll take it. Finally, men are interested. <laughs> One way or another, it's about fucking time men listen to me. <laughs> Shut up and listen to us. Speaking of men, we actually did have one, like, actual thing we wanted to discuss today. Somebody reached out to us about discussing our opinions on whether it's better to date men who are older than you or younger than you. I feel like this is something that's so widely talked about with women or even on Twitter and, you know, men's frontal lobes developing. And I, I actually, I want you to go first, she, because I have such a weird opinion on this and I want to know if you feel like I want to know which way you lean. I'm actually like scared about what you're going to say. Um, <laughs> but I think for men, like, I don't think guys are, I think guys our age would date like a 45 year old woman and like not about their eye like think it's cool that they're like having sex with a milf oh men love that yeah but like for me i don't think i would date a 
45 year old no me neither 100 like i have friends who literally go to the bar and they're like who here is above 34 and i'm like what is going on with you are you okay do you need to talk i would just be like do i have daddy issues i also do you ever think like i'm not in the same place like i don't want a kid i don't want to get married i want to go out on a tuesday i like i don't think i'm in a place of my life where a 45 year old would even want to date me i think he would sh- shoot his brains out if he dated me true i think you are absolutely correct about that <laughs> <laughs> i think that's most of them but especially 45 year olds i think i could date a 30 year old i think you could too i'm not saying i could but i think you could thank you i think i went through this weird phase last summer and this is where you're going to get disturbed, where I always went to date someone between, like, the ages of, like, 19 and 20. Oh, my God. I thought you were to say 90. No, like, because I wanted, like, I wanted to date somebody that was, like, obviously over 18 but not 21 yet who couldn't go to the bar. So I, could just, so I could just go out and have a good time without him, like, being around me and then just see him at the end of the night. Like, that was a true thing I wanted. <laughs> like I'm gonna go to Maynard's and have a good time with my friends I'll see you at 3 30 like that was but my remember mind. when we went to Mountain Bar and you hooked up with an 18 year old I do remember that. <laughs> in my defense uh, there's no defense I was gonna say he looked older but he didn't he looked like Justin Bieber you were literally <laughs> at a bar in Atlantic City and still managed to hook up with someone I'm not gonna say he was underage but he was really close to it <laughs> All right, again, I knew he was 18, but even if I didn't, he was at a bar. Like, I would not date someone under 21. I don't even- I wouldn't now. That was a weird thing I went through last summer where I just wanted to be out with my friends and didn't want to worry about a guy being up my ass. But I also, like, I I know a lot of people- So me and you are very similar where, like, we want attention, but only on, like, our terms. And, like, I don't want you to be up my ass 24-7 and I want my space, but also make sure you're still paying attention to me. But also, I don't want to see you all the time. Or talk to you all the time. I've talked about this multiple times. Where like I, when I grow up and buy a house with a guy, if I do that, like I want my own room. Separate bedrooms, absolutely. We can sleep in the same room like four to five nights a week, but I will need a couple days to myself. Also, we're gonna actually do a lottery. So we like pick out of a hat, (laughs) and we'll say yes or no, and. It's actually just going to say no every time, and I'm not going to tell them. I saw this the other day on, I don't remember if it was a podcast or a video or a TikTok. I think it was a TikTok, and this girl was like, why isn't it like that? Like, why don't we live with our best friends and then just hang out with our boyfriends sometimes? Like, when I'm 40, I want to still be living with my best friend, and then, like, my boyfriend comes over sometimes. Like, I don't want primarily of my time to be spent with the man I'm with. I am open for some. No, because I feel the same way, and I am open to someone changing my mind about that. But, like, right now, I do not want to spend 24-7 with somebody. I have not met anybody that I need to be around that much. Yeah. Maybe it's their fault. It's definitely not our fault. I don't think it's an us problem. If we feel the exact same way, there's, like, this quote by Whoopi Goldberg, and somebody was like, why haven't you ever got married? And she was like, I don't want anyone in my house. I don't, I feel that. Like, I don't want anyone in my house either. I've been pretty much living alone, and it's honestly, like, one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I just love it. I, like, I think what, like, my thing is, is, like, I'm somebody, like, I like to have my friends over a lot. I like to have people sleep over, and I just can't imagine a guy being, like, oh, your friends are here again, or, like, oh, you have four dudes, like, like, sleeping over on the couch. Like, I, like, I don't know, like, I live my life such a specific way, and I just can't imagine being told to live it any other way. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm too controlling. I don't know, maybe that's it. But again, I wouldn't even be controlling a relationship. Like, you can do what you want to. I just, I, the other day, my, I was talking to my friend, and we were talking about relationships, and I was like, I want to date somebody who, when we're in public, acts like they don't even, like, we're not even dating. Yeah, that makes like I don't want to be touched. I don't want you to like come up behind me. Like I don't want to see you for most of the night. Like I don't know what complex that is, but that's how I feel. Definitely something to talk to your therapist about. <laughs> I'll talk to mine too, but I'd say we could compare notes, but, but you haven't gotten into the into twenty twenty yet, where we all have therapists. Oh, like fun! That would be a fun research thing we could do. I can go to therapy in the queue, and then we can report back and see how it goes. Oh my God. We could do a segment on it every week. Like what we talked about in therapy. I just like feel like I knew I won't actually tell them anything. <laughs> I, I like lie to mine in person. It's like, you know, that ruins the whole point. I like, lie, 
I like lied to my psychiatrist a few weeks ago and she's like, why are you lying to her? She's trying to help you. <laughs> she was like, you lied to, all, like, I lied to the person that prescribed my birth control about like how much I like drank. And she's like, why are you lying to all of your doctors? It, they should mind their business. Why are you asking such personal questions? <laughs> how do I feel? How do you feel, bitch? My, my new goal is to make my therapist cry. <laughs> Shannon, I was texting Shannon, and she was like, actually, I feel like you should date a counselor. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, like you? <laughs> I, feel like um, he, I feel like you would, like, physically fight him or something. I feel like he would try to, like, diagnose you over dinner, and you'd, like, lose your mind. Well, what I do to Shannon is, like, trick her into giving me counseling for free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could date a counselor. Like a therapist. I feel like they would only be analyzing me. No, yeah. I think you'd have a problem with that. I just, what don't I have a problem with? Yeah, I posted a story like two or three weeks ago on my private story about like like, talking to my therapist in the queue. And Shannon replied and was like, did I just see the word therapy? I was like, everyone's been waiting years for this. (laughs) You should actually call your therapist one day. I talked to her on Mondays, but it was Memorial Day. Well, you didn't let her have a day off? Uh, No, I didn't talk to her yesterday. I was getting drunk all day. (laughs) Oh, jeez. She's she's listening to this, and she's really proud. She's cringing. Wait, no, but I wasn't done with the dating thing. I think I really like – I think, like, I want to date somebody. Like, again, like, I've – only talked to one guy a couple years older than me I've dated people my age and I don't think I've ever actually talked to I've like one person I talked to for a long period of time was like a couple months younger than me and I think I really honestly like I might be one of the only girls that'll say this but I like people either my age or like uh, like around my age like either a couple months older or younger like I don't think I need a 27 year old I don't think I need a 21 year old but like I think I could do 23 24 25 I think I need somebody within my range because I still very much act my age on more of an immature end like are there people my age pregnant engaged with kids yes well, most that's just age, like horrible most people my age are getting super fucked up and getting beach houses and i think that's the level i'm on so if you are around my age and still do those things but like i couldn't be with somebody who is ready to who doesn't want to go out on the, the weekends like no you don't have to be you want to go out on a tuesday like i get that but I'm definitely at a point where, like, I don't care your age as long as, like, you're on the same page of life as me. I agree with you, but I would go the opposite route where I would date someone a couple years older than me, but, like, not ready to have a baby yet. Yeah. Because I think at this point, if you don't have, like, a real job, I'm not dating you. And if you don't have health insurance, I'm not dating you, <laughs> even though I'm still my parents. And... I don't know. I just like kind of need you to have your life together, but also enjoy like drinking and getting fucked up and like would entertain me getting a dog. No, but I, I just like think so- I need someone with like kind of their life together or like at least pretends to like yeah. I do. And then, but I'm definitely not ready for marriage with kids unless, unless the bachelor casting is listening to me and then I'm definitely ma- ready for marriage and kids. I feel like I could, like, I think I could stretch, like, where I'm at right now into, like, 30, and then, like, maybe I'll have a kid. And that's, like, heavy on the maybe with 30. Like, I so Oh, no, I keep having dreams that I'm pregnant, and, like, oh, the thought of having a child. I'm just, like, really happy not to have a child in the queue. Like, having to spend every moment with it right now. Honestly, just, like, you I'm having dreams. Never, never good with, I don't, I mean, I'm good with kids. I just, ugh. The thought of having a child right now just stresses me out. I feel like someone around me is pregnant. And I'm just, you know how I'm like kind of psychic, but not psychic? You've said this so many times, and I don't know when you've ever been right about something that makes you think that. I'm always right. What have you predicted? You always say that, and I never know what you're talking about. I feel like I always have like this weird intuition thing. I can see intuition. Some like people intuition and I feel like I connect to like I sound like a fucking freak but I feel like I connect to like spirits I always feel people's like spirits or like you t- if someone is talking to me about like someone that has passed I can feel their energy you should start or, studying your chakras like you could open your third eye and you could actually like be good at that then if you feel that way 
You were just speaking a different language. I don't know what the fuck chakra is. <laughs> Claims to be spiritual, doesn't know what a chakra is. I really hope somebody spiritual listens to this and laughs at that because that was honorable. <laughs> Claims no, I just like always felt that way and like, I don't know. That why you always cry when I talk about my dad. Yeah, like I can feel your dad. <laughs> You legit would like always, I'd look over and you'd be like crying and I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was just, every time. Every time. I don't know. I just like feel heavy when people talk about it sometimes. I don't know. It's definitely a thing. And one time I went to a psychic and they told me that I could feel the dead. If you're that intuitive, like I'm going to, I'm going to send you a link later. Like when you balance your chakras, if you work on your third eye, you could like potentially like really tap into that world if you're like that. I'm I just love, saying like, I'm getting. I'm going to give it 30 to 60 days, but someone I know is pregnant. God, I'm so nervous now. And hopefully it's not me. Did you knock on wood? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, so stay tuned. <laughs> we'll let you guys know in about like 10 episodes, I guess. Oh, also, I finished Outer Banks. Oh my God. She's, gonna, she's about to piss me off. I know it. Yeah, I'm going to go on a tantrum because... I don't understand what you people like. Like, there's so many shows that you little tweens and, like, people my age, like, freak the fuck out over. And Outer Banks was one of those things. And, like, I was like, I don't know. I can't get past this guy has lip fillers because I saw it on a TikTok. And I I gave it a chance because everyone was talking about it. And I was like, ugh, I guess I have to watch it for research. And it was just nothing. Like, you're just so me, wrong. What did you connect to about the, like these kids were morons? It rem- it reminded me of living by water and by like I mean they're a lot different because they're a lot younger. But like I feel like I saw a lot of people say like I think if you like live in an area where like your life is similar to that, you I think you have a different like view on it. Like last night, like. I went to a party the other night and people were walking around calling each other pogues and kooks. Like, I swear to God, like, it's actually kind of really, like, taking over certain areas. So I feel like that could be different. But, like, you go, you, like, have beach houses and live by the beach. So I don't know why you don't like that. I wish you could see my face. Like I know. I know. We almost, I, we should have just did that just for this. But, like, also, like, I think for me it was just the beach. On it. Like, and again, it's not even 100% the beach. Like, there are a lot of, like, they live in the marshes more. But people kept telling me, like, you should watch this. Like, you would like it. Like, it, it reminds, it would, like, would remind me of, like, where you live. So I watched it. And, like, I, I'm not kidding you. When I, I tell you I watched that show, like, five different times since it came out. Like, I've watched the season through five times. At first of all, I finished it all in one night. I started at, like, 11 o'clock at night and stayed up till 8 in the morning. I don't know why you didn't like it. Number two, everyone on it is, like, either good looking or like who are you attracted to john b jj um kiara sarah cameron you're attracted to them i guess i am attracted to all of them you don't think that like the girls are pretty i think the girls are pretty like like they're just like those guys are your type but they're not my type like i'm not into a skinny kid that it looks like they didn't I don't know when the last time they had a meal was like and that is my exact type or the last thing they showered like, and, like I'm JJ not JJ just need a JJ has daddy issues he's got like he has like I like he needs therapy and you, you want to hug him almost like I love do JJ. you because I wanted to punch him I mean in the beginning when he kept bringing out that fucking gun but then when his dad was like brutally like d- like destroying him on a daily basis I was yeah, like but then he robbed Spoiler like he robbed a drug dealer. Like you're more the drug dealer supplies the drugs to his dad, and that's why his dad beats him. Like his anger makes sense. The plot line kinda don't get me wrong, like the last three episodes and like two 16-year-olds being on a boat to the Bahamas, like that's too much. Like somebody tweeted, like the show's so bad that it's good. Like it gets to a point where you're like, This is so would never happen and is so out of this world. But like the people are they have good chemistry and and like the writing's kind of bad, honestly, too. But, like, there's something about it that just has this weird appeal. And I think it's because everybody wishes that's the way their life was. That you're, like, a dirty beach kid just running off your friends on boats all the time. Like, it has I think appeal. it's whatever filter they used. <laughs> you're such an asshole. I did. I think that's what it was. There's no character that you're, like, really rooting for besides, like, John B. But, like, he also was making stupid decisions as well. Like, you know what I did? Well, oh, can we talk about the brother who, like, is Rafe is a psychopath. Is he schizophrenic? 
he's literally like, I've never seen any, but here's what I like though. Like on the opposite side of like the Pogues and JJ getting beat up all the time by his fucking drug addict dad. Like Rafe is an example of like when your fucking dad's a psychopath, doesn't raise you right, gives you everything you've ever wanted and then talks down to you all the time. You end up shooting a black cop. Like that, like the, the polar opposites of like the Pogues to the kooks and like how they're all fucked up, but in different ways because of the privilege that they do have or privilege they don't have is honestly a good plot line. Like they're all I agree with, up. I agree that the plot line of like privilege and like race and socioeconomics, that's great, but they didn't capitalize on that. No, that wasn't the point of the show at all. They included it, but they didn't like it. It, like, it was more of, been- like, a romance, almost. Like, it revolved a lot around, like, who's going to get with who. Like, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I didn't like the way they outlined their relationships. Like, they really – and, like, I know shows are supposed to have plot twists, but I don't like the way they set up Kiara and John B just for by episode four. He's like, I would die for you, Sarah. I would die for you, John B. Like, then why also, have we like- been watching John B and Kiara, like, go back and forth the first three episodes? And then they almost set up – Kiara and JJ so you're kind of rooting for that and then she turns on and fucking makes out with Pope I'm like well that wasn't what anyone thought was gonna happen but not even in a good way like like did Pope ruin his chances of getting in college I and then you're rooting for Pope the whole time and then he punches his dad (laughs) the dad didn't deserve that they no, it was like I will agree. Like some of the relationships were all over the place. Like I, I had a lot of people, like Briston watched it before me, and she told me she's like, I think you would like it a lot. Like it, it, it's gonna remind you of like here. And then she said though, she's like, yeah, she's like, but when John B and Sarah Cameron got together, like I didn't really like it. And then Holly said that too. Like I feel like it just came out of left field. Like it just came out of nowhere, and you're just like, okay, I guess they're in love now, even though I was fucking rooting for him to be with somebody else. That pissed me off. And also just like the ending, like. Yeah, like, come on. Why didn't Sarah go to the cops in, at, in the first place? I also get pissed when, like, a show makes a left turn because of one thing. Like, I hate that John B. and her were talking outside of the window and the dad heard it, and then, like, everything went to shit after that. I was like, why did that have to happen? Like, I just, like, really wanted them to find the money. And, like, I get oh, I know. And the ending of them just, like, driving in the hurricane on a boat, and then the boat flips over. Oh, and they survive. Yeah, I know. I didn't. They didn't survive that. This isn't, like, I was like, is this, I didn't know this was, like, Titanic. You dead ass that snap you something. We were like, is this the Titanic? Like, them sleeping on the boat? I, like, I, and no, I will say, like, when it got to the last episode, like, I was like, this has become so far-fetched. Like, John B. should have gone to the cops and been like, I did not kill, um, what's her, I forget her name. I haven't watched in, like, a week. Um, it's like a P. What is it? It was a P. Yeah, like I like I like he should have just said what happened. Like I and like I like I just also I, like, to get pissed off at that point. They never like, showed us that she died. Yeah, like, brought her to the hospital and then it was like, yeah, she yeah, died. Make it like oh, and then like when I rewatched, I actually what did John B do to deserve the like. The absolute shit he goes through. <laughs> Cops murder on him. That's oh, that's another thing. Like, if we're being real, a white kid in North Carolina is the last person that's going to get a fucking murder pinned on him. If we're being real. If this was 20, if this was happening in real time, it would have been pinned on Pope or something. Also, how many people have to tell the cops that this, I don't remember his name. Sarah's dad killed his dad. I know. I How know. many people need to confess that to the cops in the SBI or whatever they fucking called it? But no, remember at the end when John B's like, you ruined my life, like, you stole from me, you killed my they're father. They're like, oh, we'll talk to you later, son. Yeah, they're like, that fucking sketchy-ass cop that used to be in And Sarah family. confessed to it, too. And they did absolutely nothing. I'm like, pissed I don't remember any names right now. Like, what's the dad's name? I have to, I have to know Wait. right now. Ward. Sheriff Peterkin. <laughs> I was rooting for her. Of course they kill the one person that, like, doesn't bother me the whole show. I actually was reading the other day how, like, before they got greenlit for the second season, like, their plans for the second season were for, like, the first, like, two or three episodes to be in um, the Bahamas. So I guess it'll just be, like, flashing back from, like, John B. and Sarah to, like, what's going on at home. But they are supposed to come back. I just, like, don't think that they think anything through. And, like, that was really frustrating. And, like, obviously, 
the person that wrote this didn't go to Harvard or whatever. And if you did go to Harvard, I'm really sorry, but you should get your money back. Well, like you've watched the OC and like you don't really like it. But somebody I don't, said like I really don't like these teen dramas. See, like, like and I love the OC. Like, which I mean, if, get so much hate for this, but like people whose favorite show is like Gossip Girl. Oh, like, Gossip Girl's off is terrible. Your IQ is below 14. Yeah, no, the gospel world's terrible. And, like, again, like I said, like, this show, it to me, like, I don't think it's fine fucking TV. But it's so bad that it's good, which is what the OC was. Like, the OC was ridiculous. Like, Marissa Cooper fucking ODing in an alleyway in Tijuana. Like, I've never seen anything like that in my life. That was traumatizing for me at a young age. So bad. But, like, the OC people, was like, horrible. The Outer Banks is, like, somebody said, like, it's a cross of, like, the OC and, like, Riverdale. Like, it's just, like... These attractive people that are doing Riverdale also or horrible. Yeah, I like just doing. Think I don't like teen dramas. No, yeah, you're you're doing way too much for pretending you're supposed to be 16 years old and you're like solving murders. But something about it is just so interesting to watch, especially when, in my case, but not yours, I think the people are attractive. I think the most attractive people on the show are the girls. The girls and John B. To me, but to you, I could see that. I don't think Topper or Ray for attractive. I think Topper is a decent looking guy, but he would. He's not my type. I think like JJ and like. John no, B. I think they're actually le- less attractive to me. You think Rafe is cute? No, I think I'm saying like Rafe and Topper are less attractive to me than like I think JJ's the most attractive actually of the guys on the show. Actually, the dad. <laughs> I know in the beginning I'm like, yeah, I was like, the dad's like kind of hot, and then he was like a psychopath, and I was like, of you course. know what's the problem? None of them have facial hair because they're supposed to be 16. I know. I was thinking that too. Like. Like, I'm probably not attracted. You know what? This goes back to our dating younger versus older. I'm not yeah. attracted to them because they look like they're 16. I know that they're like closer to our age. I think we. But even still, like aside from John B, like JJ Pope and like they're like 21. Like that's silly. Like I wouldn't if I went to like again like if I saw a 21 year old at the bar, like I would know he's 21. Like, but if JJ I, came up to you at a bar, you will pretend that you didn't know that he, he he was who he was. But like, say JJ came up to you at a bar. Would you be interested? No, I, I, JJ's, like, something about JJ, like, I think JJ's cute because I like him and I like his character, but I don't think, like, JJ's somebody, I, like, I, I know people who look like JJ. Like, I've literally seen people like JJ at Maynard's and, like, they're not my first choice. But I think you know what it is, is my is, like, pretty you attractive. cut it out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What? I, I can't say because it'll just make more work for your editing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you gotta tell me later though. Yeah. You told me not to text you during this anymore, so <laughs> <laughs> John B is truly like the definition of like what I would like look for in a man. <laughs> I just think it's like the bob. I don't like that. Oh my god, his hair is so long. It could be shorter for sure. I don't want to date someone that's skinnier than me. I think I'm okay with that. Can your fucking family calm down? <laughs> Can you hear them? Yes. <laughs> me not even, like, wishing I was out there because I just want to talk about Outer Banks. Yeah, I mean, I have nothing else to say besides, like, that last scene was absolute blasphemy of them surviving a hurricane while they were in the ocean the entire time. I also, like, I didn't like, like, their their relationship progresses over, like, five episodes and also what I know was, like, maybe a week and a half, two weeks. And she's like, I don't want a life that you're not in or something. I'd rather die than live this life without you. I was like, okay. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I I did. Like, I don't, like, when I rewatch the show, I don't watch the last two episodes. I watch the beginning. Like, it is super cringe and just so, like, out. it's so whack. It's just whack. So, like, the whole, the whole part of, like, him getting tra- like locked in that laundry room, oh, and then like toppers there. And he's like, "I have one question: Did you fuck her? Like, why was that?" Was so cringe. Like, literally, there's a manhunt out for him, and that's the one question you ask him. I was legitimately cr- like, I cringed, and then the worst part was like that he did, and then I had to deal with that. Like, <laughs> would you want to lose your virginity in whatever that a church? A church, but, like, also a church that, like, could fall down at any moment. It was, no, that, like, again, the last four episodes, like, and it's so weird because that's where, like, the most drama happens, but it's just, like, it's so out, like, out of range. It was, and, like, 
It was literally absolute blasphemy. <laughs> you were so mad watching it. I was literally so mad. There was just, like, no thought. No, I, it seems almost like towards the end, they just, like, fucking Oh, when, like, like, this dad is just going around killing people with the same weapon and no one figured it out. No, it, it actually- Usually not have DNA, DNA tests in the Outer Banks. Like, I don't understand. When I was truly, the forensics team. When I truly started to hate the season was when, like, the dad, oh, like, on the boat, when he was just gonna yeah. kill them. Like, I was like, team oh, is just insane. I'm like, so, everybody knows the last place John B. went was on that boat with you, and you're gonna kill him now on the boat? And I was just like, this is just, like, I, I, that is, that's when it got to Riverdale for me, like, with all the murder. I, I thought it was literally going to be, like, the OC. Like, I thought they were on a cute treasure hunt, and everyone was dying, and I was like, oh, my God, this show's, like, like fucking graphic. Like, I was, like, getting traumatized. I feel like every episode, they were like, how can we fucking step this up a notch? Mm-hmm. And then no, it I got think more wild and more wild, and it was just like it's almost like they were writing it as they went. And I hope that now that they have a fan base and they know that they have a future, they will look more like hire better writers. I don't fucking know, but like they need to do. I do agree they need to do better with the second season than the first if they want to keep people because that's like Riverdale. Like everybody loved the first two seasons, and it just and kept then it getting, just like, got so fucking dumb and like so insane. Just out of like reach. Like you're like none of this would ever happen in high school, and I haven't wa- I haven't watched it in years because it just got so weird. Yeah, even is Riverdale a Netflix show or is it the CW? It's on the CW, but it's on Netflix as well. Okay. No, yeah, like, I feel like I could see Outer Banks going down a Riverdale road where if it got too weird, like, because I, I, like, I liked Riverdale as much as I like the Outer Banks right now. Like, I was obsessed with it. But it The just first was, episode of Riverdale, I mean, the first season of Riverdale was really good. It was so good. I, I, I think we, I think I watched it all in one night with, like, Daria, Nicole, and Teresa, like, when they were weirdly living at, at <laughs> Beanfield or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this show. And then it just got so whack. And I was like, all right, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not going to even try and say that I'm smart, but, like, I like when shows are smart and, like, they surprise you in a good way and, like, a twist happens that you're, like, shocked about and, like, shook to the core. Like, nothing really shook me to the core besides the fact that it was absolute, like, out of this world. Like, this shit would never happen. This shit would never fly. Someone literally, like, at least five people told the cops that this man killed somebody and they were like, hmm, we'll talk to you later. I also think, like, we were saying like like good writing like I think it's important and like like you could just tell like at some points like the writing was kind of ass like it it just was getting like really really corny like the whole last episode honestly they should have just stopped at like four if it was like a mini series it would have been better that's what I'm every time I watch it I watch till the the literally the fourth episode that episode when they like um they do midsummer like they do that party at that house yeah like that's like I always watch to that and then like I stop watching and then like a week later I'll start again from one to four like because like it just gets so weird yeah I just like think it was just not it not it for me and I don't do you think it was the Josie and Pussycats effect dude like I've never believed in like what you've said about that but like you might be on to something like I was hypnotized and then I watched it a few more times I'm like yo this show is kind of ass in a weird way (laughs) No, but you, the whole point of, like, the Josie and the Pussycats effect is that, like, this show, like, blew up. Yeah, it did. Really, like, like, everybody was talking about it. Everyone's still talking about it. Everybody was watching it. It's, like, I think it's still in the top ten on Netflix, and it's, like, but why? Yeah, I think it was just absolute trash. And now, like, these kids, like, they're gonna blow the fuck up, like, 100%. Yeah. And they're probably gonna get, like, six seasons out of it. No. You don't think Netflix so? Netflix doesn't, no, Netflix never does that many. Unless Apparently like, the writer thinks he's getting four to six seasons. That writer should be fired, number one. He honestly might after this. <laughs> Considering the writing was garbage. <laughs> I could have wrote that show better. Dead ass. Like, I think that's why I get mad. It's like, this is what you came up with? This got greenlit? Yeah. This got a budget. This got casted. This went all the way through, and everyone was like, you know what? This is good. This but that's is good. How I, that, I, and I think that's, like, we, like, are two people who get pissed off about that. Like, I'll listen to podcasts. I'll watch MTV shows. I'll watch stuff. And I'm like, I know me and my friend could have done this better. 
I feel like that's all she wrote. I feel like I've been talking for 20 hours. I know. Is this a two-hour episode? Do we really go off like that? We hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> I, feel I don't like even know where to end. I feel actually drained. I feel like I got a lot of anger out, though. We, like, dra- like every single thing we talked about, like, somebody or something was dragged. It was just, this was, like, a roast to me. And I never go into this, like, with the intention to roast. But it just happens sometimes. It just happens. I really think that who needs therapy when you can just speak into a microphone into a void for a very a long podcast time. is therapy. Yo, I was actually talking about the fact that um, I'm going to get kicked off my parents' insurance in like a year. So I should go to like all the doctors. You, you got to get it all the way while you still can. Yeah. And like we got that good, good insurance. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm well, like tired. I want you guys to, again, I, I don't even know if I know our email anymore, but if you ever have things you want to hear us specifically, if you ever have stuff that you specifically want to hear be talked about, all you have to do is DM us on Instagram or if you follow us personally, DM us because we love suggestions or else we're going to just talk about our own personal lives, which I don't even know if you want to hear about that. Yeah. And if you ever want anything to be, what's that word? I feel brain dead after this. I feel like I just like, I don't even know. I feel like I went through a roller coaster of emotions. Do you know like what's close to the word you wanted to say? I don't even remember what I was just talking about. I was saying if they ever have anything they want to be talked about. Oh, if about. they wanted to be anonymous, you can email us at theundateablegirls at gmail.com. So yeah. And if you want to like tell us what we're doing wrong or like, who needs like don't tell me what i'm doing wrong because <laughs> i know i'm perfect and it'll be dragged but no it'll be dragged and like it'll be dragged and wow i actually like can't form a sentence anymore you're gonna have to finish this i don't know even know where i am okay so <laughs> dm us on the undateable girls instagram gmail us at the undateable girls at gmail.com personally message us on any social media platform anything you want to hear It has been Gianna and Callie in the queue, and thank you guys for listening.